Hola, and welcome to the Beauteous Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Every week we hop on a roller coaster, share laughter and tears on topics we might be ashamed to discuss. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jamili Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Hi guys, we are back for another episode and I'm so super excited to be here with such an amazing and beautiful person. And why I'm even more excited is because I went to high school with this girl. Yes, Cathedral in the house. Hey, Cathedral. (laughs) So Stefani Blair is a native New Yorker and mother of two healthy and handsome boys. When I tell you they are handsome, they are the cutest boys ever. She has over 15 years of experience in the medical field, currently serving as a registered nurse at the prestigious New York Presbyterian Hospital. Stefani studied nursing in undergrad, where she initially developed her passion for healthcare and providing support to maternity patients. This later led to her starting her career as a maternity nurse on a high-risk maternity unit. It was her experiences working with high-risk expecting mothers that led Stefani to further develop her expertise and pursue a master's degree in public health from the University of England and a master's degree in public administration from NYU, rounding out her experience. Stefani is also certified in Lamaze, electronic fetal monitoring, inpatient obstetrics, neonatal resuscitation, and basic life support. So girl, you you just helping us out here, right? (laughs) In 2018, Stefani founded Blair and Bloom, a company focused on providing women with pre- and post-natal support. The company's mission is to provide expectant mothers with a personalized private childbirth education experience using a blend of evidence-based techniques and alternative natural methods. This will prepare them for their childbirth journey before, during, and after labor. As a mother of two and also a healthcare professional, Stefani has been on both sides of the bump. She is dedicated to providing each expected mom with professional and personalized and supportive care as the step into motherhood. Stefani, I'm so excited to have you here. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So being here is not only just amazing because I'm a mom myself, you're a mom yourself, and, you know, as women of color, um, I think it's important to kind of talk about the work that you do in serving women and serving moms and um, the pressures that you see and, and the stressors of expectant moms pre and postnatal. Yeah. So of course, a lot of it came from being a nurse and seeing the gaps of knowledge that needed to be filled and also being an advocate for patients. Um, I felt that there were a lot of situations, especially with minority patients that I wanted to step in and just help close the loop or that they needed that advocate to say, listen, how about we try this another way or, you know, um, there's an alternative way of doing this or let's have a discussion with, you know, your provider and see what's more comfortable for you. So it, it led me to not only just freely giving that information and educating from my community to my patients, but also saying I need to make this something bigger, something more um, to spread that knowledge. And also to just, it's important to me to, that everybody goes in and tries to have experience that they want as a mother. You know, that journey that you, you've been waiting for your life, mm-hmm. it's special. It's, you know, it doesn't happen every day. You want it 
to be experienced. That is one that you're proud of. And also you stepped away knowing you did the best you could in it. So if I can help you on that, that's the ultimate goal. It's actually more rewarding to me to see somebody fulfill that than actually, you know, you know, getting anything else from it. It's just to see that woman's face at the end of the day proud of that experience and what she had, you know, what occurred. So let's talk about Blair and Bloom. Yes. <laughs> so what was this? This is your 2018 baby. It's almost three years old, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's okay. almost three years old. So let's talk about Blair and Bloom and how Blair and Bloom came across because you're out here delivering babies in the maternity ward and now you want to deliver more babies. Yes, yes. <laughs> I want to help from a different, from a different, you know, perspective. So Blair and Bloom it's not a traditional name, of course, and mm -hmm. people think of, you know, a childbirth education or whatever, but the company itself is not traditional. Blair is, you know, uh, you know, it goes back to my mother. It's my last name. Mm -hmm. So it's seeing her and transitioning from motherhood and now to being a grandmother and what that, you know, what that took from her to get there. It wasn't easy. There's a lot of sacrifice in that. And bloom brings back to a flower. Mm -hmm. So as a woman, you, you grow, you know, you grow from dirt, you go from soil, you get nurtured and you bloom. Motherhood does that to you. It mm. makes you bloom. You transform. So there was a lot of thought put into it because yes. I wanted it to be meaningful. Um, so Bland Bloom is just that. It's the combining woman in transition and merging it and seeing the outcome of that as they're on their journey through becoming a motherhood. I mean, excuse me, becoming a mother. Yeah. <laughs> Into motherhood. Into motherhood, right. And it's a, I think it's a beautiful name. And of course, I got it right away because I know your last name. We went to high school together in Bloom. And I'm like, it just, it just kind of made sense. But I didn't think about the blooming from nature, from Mother Earth and from ground. And I, I think that's what we... Um, tend to forget in life that everything is just growing and blooming. And as women, um, a baby is growing and blooming within us exactly. and flowers are growing and blooming from the earth and, mm -hmm. and mother earth and mother nature and all of that stuff. And so, um, I'm excited for you. So can you tell me a little bit about the services that, uh, Blair and Bloom provides and, I know you and I had an opportunity to talk um, and how it's not a cookie cutter approach. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. I um, I wanted to really personalize it. Mm -hmm. I want each, you know, client, each family that comes to me, we sit down, we talk. I want to know their family, their tribe, their team that's going to be with them to support them through this. So it's not like a group setting where, you know, I try to stay away from the traditional. It's a group of families or couples and you're sitting down and everybody's getting the same method, taught mm -hmm. the same things, despite what their health condition may be, despite what current is currently going on, despite if they have support or not. Not everybody has the same journey. So I wanted to make sure my company represents that. My journey is different. Your journey has been different. Mm -hmm. So it's very individual, very personalized. We go through your health history. We go through your diet. We make sure just the basics before we even get to the childbirth part, whatever class you choose to take. A majority of the classes um, that people sign up for are the childbirth education classes. But I want to make sure there's an understanding of what you're going through, what your body is going through, and that fundamentally you have the support that you need um, to be able to to take the go through this class correctly. Right. You know, so it's not just take the class, you should know everything and no, it doesn't go like that. Right. <laughs> um, they could prepare with a folder, they get paperwork, so whatever they learned from the class, just like quick little information that they're able to take back with them. Um, a lot of clients do like the folders because a lot of information they're not getting in a doctor's office. Mm -hmm. And um 
you know, I even give out sheets, registration sheets so they can bring to the hospital mm -hmm. because I found that one of the most annoying things for me on the nursing side and also as a patient, if I'm in pain, having to stop and fill out my insurance. <laughs> oh my sure God, that. yes. I it's like funny. you're in pain. It, no matter where you're going to the doctor, <laughs> ma'am. Can you fill out your insurance? Ma'am, I'm dying. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know about you. I don't know how many husbands, partners know all your information. They don't. Right. So I created a quick little cheat sheet. And it's so funny because the husbands love it or the partners love it or the family members love it because they may not know all that information, but you can fill it out ahead of time. And if you're going in, you can simply hand it over to a nurse or whoever's with you or even you can use that information to fill out. You don't have to shuffle through your find your insurance card or find the number of your in contact. We don't remember numbers anymore. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I just we pull it out my up. wallet. Yeah, we don't remember numbers anymore. It's on my phone. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so it helps. It's just... Like simplifying a lot of things that from being on both sides of, you know, of, you know, of the spectrum to make it easy mm -hmm. and make it more, less of a challenge. All these, you know, um, little things that shouldn't be complicated. That shouldn't be a major concern of you, like my insurance information or my number, you know, for um, emergency contact. It's back to what's important mm -hmm. and putting a focus back on what's important. So if we could eliminate all the little nuances, then we can get back to the focus of it. So right. that's what I try to do. And if they have questions that I'm not able to help them with, there's been times that they've had issues or questions or concerns with their provider. And they're like, listen, it's not a one shot deal. Mm -hmm. I speak to them before. I do follow up with my clients to make sure that they're okay, you know, that they have any anything that was missing or if there was any change in their status since we spoke and did the class, they able to contact me still and say, listen, this came up. Is this does this change mm -hmm. what what I had set up with you? So it doesn't just stop and end there. Right. I mean it's not an ongoing continuation, right. of course. <laughs> you gotta get birth. <laughs> you gotta get birth. You know, have other other clients to right. see. But um you know, I want them to feel at the end of the day confident. Mm. I want to feel I want them to feel like they have this advocate, they have confidence going in, and they're knowledgeable about what they're going into. Mm -hmm. You can be a lawyer and be extremely brilliant and smart in one area. You're not gonna know everything. Right. And that's okay not to. Right. But what is smart is knowing that, you know what, I should get a little bit more information on this, especially something so delicate and important as giving birth. <laughs> Absolutely. So, <laughs> so the this is the prenatal process. Now, walk me through the postnatal process and what that looks like, and how long are you working with your patients? And um, I know when you and I had spoken, we talked about some postnatal trauma that people yes. really don't talk about. Yes. That it's like <laughs> under the bus, not even a, a ICN, <laughs> ICD ten code <laughs> diagnosable, not out there, like. Let's put it out there, which is yes. the beauty of beauteous me. It's like we have to talk about these topics. Yes, so I was. It's so funny. Just last week, I met with um, a, a group of OBGYNs, mm -hmm. and I consult with them. A lot of times, they just want to pick my brain and ask questions. And so, the topic that came up. Did you, Did you guys hear that the OBGYNs <laughs> want to pick? Her brain. Okay, guys? Nursing is important. Yes, it is. It is. We're a team. And exactly. We feed information back and forth to each other. Exactly. So the question was, um, the issue actually that came up and I said that it wasn't getting acknowledged enough was, you know, pretty much post-traumatic stress um, syndrome mm -hmm. that happens to inpatients or patients in general that had traumatic births or say they were in a hospital for a long, you know, um, 
a long term or it can even be just a week yeah. or two weeks for a pregnant patient. You're not envisioning yourself being on bed rest in the hospital. Right. Now we've turned into patients having bed rest at home. Mm. But there were times that I've had patients that the longest three months wow. stayed with me. And that's going through a lot of your life, whether you have a spouse at home, other kids at home. So it's extremely stressful. There's a lot of dynamics that get changed. And I think that we... We kind of, in the healthcare field, we haven't addressed it properly. Mm -hmm. So we have this patient. She's here for preterm labor. Just Let's just say that. So now she's on bed rest. We are monitoring her because she's dilated. So we want to make sure she has, you know, what they call a proximity to the um, neonatal intensive care unit, which is NICU. So we would keep them in-house. And sometimes until they deliver. Mm. That can be a day. That can be a week. That could be two That weeks. could be a month. <laughs> <laughs> but now this patient, after she's delivered, she's now transformed and she's now a mother. Um, well, she's already in the process of becoming a mother, but now she's a mother. She's taking care of herself and healing. And she's taking care of a baby who's in NICU. If she has any other kids at home, she mm. has a spouse, if she mm. had a job. This is all something that's sudden that she didn't plan for at her 39 weeks or 38 weeks ago and, you know, um, take maternity leave. This is something that happens, say, at 30 weeks of pregnancy. Right. So we have to look at this patient differently. We have to look holistically of everything that's going on with her. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes we do. We, we fail at things. We are, our priority is making sure she's safe and baby's safe. But we forget the other side of her. Right. Is she is mentally mm -hmm. that we address that part? Does she have the support? Is she okay? And they go home. And I've I've dealt with patients that they've, you know, saw me in the hallways, oh, I'm having a really hard time. You know, I haven't been home. The transition's really been hard for me. I don't know what to do. And there's some friends I've had that have unfortunately been in the situation and something simple as being in a, a, a small confined room really gets them anxious mm. um, and it's from the stress of the hospitalization that's happened so when I talked to one particular OBGYN about it he said you know what I actually never really thought about that yeah and I said yeah they I have a, a friend for example a sound of a curtain closing reminds her of being in a hospital room. wow something so simple wow. stays with her for life now. yeah and I think because we're so focused on the medical treatment exactly. that we're not thinking of psychiatric we're not thinking it's going to um cause some trauma and cause um something organically to kind of switch in you. So because we're so focused on saving your life, saving the baby's life, you know, baby's coming, you should be happy. This transition has happened and yeah, this stress happened, but you should be okay without looking at, yeah, but you know what? I'm not getting paid these few weeks if I don't have a good job that has good mm -hmm. benefits that, you know, FMLA or, you know, my husband now has to take time off to take care of the other kids or have to pull in other family members. So there's so many different components to it. Or now, yes, we're happy that this baby's coming, but now we have even more financial stressors because of the lack of my income because of the other things. And so exactly. not looking at those things, we're just focused on you're healthy there's a baby, you should be okay. Why are you sad? <laughs> yeah. I would say in my years working um, at Bedside, there has been a transition, mm -hmm. but now social work is great. We mm -hmm. involve them as a team. That's right. Social yes, work, yes. <laughs> we We understand the importance of involving them, mm -hmm. but unfortunately it stops there sometimes yeah. and it doesn't get carried on to she's home. Right. So that's the key part is now that this patient's home, we do a follow-up. We check that you're physically okay. Mm -hmm. You know, how is everything going there? But do we really, and do you really have the time when you go to the doctor's office 
to really say, you know what, I'm having a hard time. Like, it's just been a little scary for me. Or do you feel like you're going to get stigmatized because you're supposed to be this happy mom? Right. And you should be proud. And the moment you say, I'm just having a hard time, you're going get, to get diagnosed with postpartum depression. Yeah. It could be, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's just a transitional mm-hmm. phase and you need that time well, baby to adjust. Blues. Yeah, mm-hmm. and not even. It could just be you just have stressors. Mm-hmm. Life is stressful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and transition can be stressful. Change can be stressful, mm-hmm. even if it's a good change. And I think that's important that you said that, Stefani, because when I had my son, I knew I didn't have postpartum depression, but my OBGYN sent me to a postpartum depression group. And when I sat there, I was like, I do not fit the criteria of any of these women. Now, no offense. I'm not trying to smother my baby. I'm not trying to throw my baby out. I'm just sad. I'm just, it's a lot for me. It's a change. I'm 21 years old, just mm-hmm. graduated college. None of my friends have kids. I'm alone. I feel lonely. Like it was a yeah. change for me, but my doctor saw it otherwise. Yeah. Because that's what book wise, yeah. that's what you know. You just right. follow the formula and right. that formula doesn't work for everybody. Right. Hence why I treat each client individually. Mm-hmm. It may be truly you do have postpartum depression and one one person I go to the next it could be that you're a mom who decided to do this by yourself and it was okay when it was just you and you were pregnant and now right. that you're by yourself and you have a baby at home you don't have as much support so it's not that you're depressed you're just you're just having a hard time transitioning right and so you know that part is very important so that was one of the reasons why I also had a life coach come onto the company because mm. I felt that this I know my strengths I yeah. know my weaknesses yeah. <laughs> my weaknesses. <laughs> I know when I need to pass something on to somebody and do better with it and so I felt like the life coach stepped in and when I saw that it was a single mom who was having a lot of trouble or if it was a patient who was on bed rest at home and didn't have support or she had support mm-hmm. and just still sometimes your partner may not just get it right they feel that you're pregnant you're in a hospital you're fine you don't have to do anything you're not working you're good and it's like it's still just not easy. Right. <laughs> so you may need that uh, that unbiased or another person to talk to and communicate to. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. So that's what the life coach comes in at. She helps to fill that gap. That's awesome. And that's what I saw is that, okay, sometimes it's the husbands. That's like, I'm having a really hard time. We went through IVF for this pregnancy. Mm. You know, she went through a lot. She has a lot of anxiety now. It's been stressful. Sometimes they need somebody to talk yeah. to. <laughs> Let's not forget Let's that. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget. Not, you know, and right. that's why I said I want to, when I speak to each client, I want to speak to who's their support mm-hmm. system, who's right. their team. And because, that was the first thing you said. Yeah. That was the first thing yeah. you identified as what your company is. I've had, Who's yeah. the support? Who's the support? Mm-hmm. I've, had, I've had husbands call me. Can I talk to you? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, sure. But they didn't want to say it in front of their wives. Right. But it's a group effort. It's not all about the mother. Yes, she's the person that's pregnant, but mm-hmm. also her, her partner, who's going through with it too, who's going to be her support system. If they're not healthy and they're not in the right headspace to support her, then we have a weak link. We all have to be strong together. Absolutely. So if I can help build both of you guys up so you're going into this strong holding hands and together, Mm -hmm. then that's great. And we talk about it during our classes. We talk about teamwork. We talk about ways that as a partnership, Mm -hmm. you have to make sure you continue that. You know, when she's feeling weak and you you know that these were her preferences and this is what she likes, you have to be there to support her and say, listen, remember what we talked about? This is what she wants. And you can still advocate for her. I know this is what she wants because we had this discussion. Right. So that's why it's important not to only involve the mother, mm-hmm. but whether it's the partner, whether it's the, the best friend, whether it's the aunt or whoever it is that's your team, then let's just do this together. Yeah. And it changes the outcome tremendously. Like... 
It really, really does. Absolutely. It makes a huge difference. Absolutely. So let's talk about some of the classes that you offer. And before we do that, we're going to take a break. Are you expecting or starting to make plans to expand your family? Are you filled with anxiety and spending countless hours researching pre- and postnatal information online? Well, I've got the solution just for you. The Blair and Bloom Company focuses on providing women with pre- and postnatal support. Blair and Bloom was created to support mothers during their maternity journey by providing personalized childbirth, newborn, and breastfeeding education by using a blend of evidence-based techniques and alternative natural methods. For more information, go to www.blairandbloom.com. All right, guys, and we are back. So let's talk about those classes. So yes. what kind of classes do you guys offer? So I offer a comprehensive childbirth class, mm. which pretty much goes over wherever you are in the state of your pregnancy now. If you're 28 weeks, 32 weeks, 36 weeks, I get clients going regardless of wherever they are in the pregnancy. Um, we go over your prenatal care just to make sure there's any gaps or anything that needs, you know, to be refreshed or you need, you know, clarification with that. We go over that. We go over your history. We go over labor, what to expect in labor, how to prepare for it physically, mentally, mm-hmm. <laughs> positions, <laughs> um, the stages of labor. Um, we go over the postpartum period, immediate postpartum period, what to expect with that. I have a breastfeeding class, so it's all about just oh. breastfeeding. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and it includes pumping. Mm-hmm. Let's. I just like to clarify the moms it's okay if you don't want to directly breastfeed mm-hmm. and if you're pumping. The goal is for the baby to get your breast milk. So, you know, some mom feel like, well, I didn't breastfeed. I'm just pumping. It, it's okay. Right. <laughs> the goal at the end of the day is the baby's going to get breast milk because that's where all the benefits coming from. So, but breastfeeding itself, it takes, a, it takes a little time to adjustment. So it is an important class because even though it's natural, it's not exactly easy too. It takes a little adjustment with your body and also sleep because this is a continuous 24-7 job that you're doing now. Um, newborn care and safety. Mm. So just go on the basics of just <laughs> newborn, newborn care, yes. Yes, from bathing, from swallowing to what you're sleeping, cold sleeping. Yes. Yeah. So everything gets addressed there. Safety from choking to CPR, mm. burns, believe it or not. Babies do get burned yeah. a lot, and a lot of it is it's from, bath time. Uh, what? Not even bath time. From actually, moms sometimes just holding hot beverages and oh, spilling oh, it, yes. and kids pulling stuff down on themselves. Those are the two mm. main ways to get burned. And also, cell phone chargers are a huge thing. Babies put talk cell about. Phone we don't even think about that, right? Mouth. This is what classes are. Right. For. <laughs> talk about. We don't even think about that. Yes, a huge thing is the iPhone chargers mm-hmm. and stuff. They see it, they put it in their mouth. Mm. So those are not as bad mm-hmm. as the older um, chargers we used to have. So we don't see it as much, but it still still happens. Um, CPR is. You know, I feel like every parent needs to know how to do basic CPR. You don't need to be certified. You just need to know the basic skills of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and another class we do is um, a perfect partner. Oh, okay. So it's specifically for your partner. Mm. <laughs> some some people learn best on their own. It's hard to for um, a partner to learn along with their spouse, or you know they feel that they're better one to one. So we teach basic baby care, how to support your partner in labor, mm. um, and any anything specifically that they want to learn. Now, sorry to interrupt you, no. but with perfect partner, do you see? And I think that's important that you, you're teaching that because too often we see 
that as moms, we're so overprotective of our babies. And so when the partner comes in, we're like, don't change the diaper that way. Don't give the milk this. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't swallow them. Don't put it. You got to swallow it and swallow this way or this or that. And so I think it's important that they are taking that class because I feel like it kind of gives them some kind of credibility to be like, I took the class too. Like (laughs) I was there too. (laughs) Yeah. Most of it's so funny. The dads are so proud to know how to swaddle mm-hmm. and change a diaper. And what I try to teach is making it a team effort. If especially if you're nursing as a mom, the baby's with you most of the time right. because you know the, the breastfeeding part takes a lot of time. So they're always on you physically. So if you can give not this task, it's not necessarily a task, but in that partnership, like hey. You can change a diaper and stuff while I'm going to get ready and get situated so I can nurse the baby. It creates this teamwork mm-hmm. where it's also not always put on the mom to change the diapers, breastfeed, do this. We end up right. doing everything. So the perfect partner shows how to create balance in mm-hmm. the relationship. Like, hey, I shower, you know, you can burp the baby or get the baby ready so when I come out, I can nurse. Mm-hmm. So it teaches that because sometimes you don't know where you stand. You don't know how to help. You're standing there. You see a, your partner in pain with contractions and you're like, I don't know where to touch her. Whatever, like what to do. Right. So it shows different ways. And also, if you know your partner, you know how they are, like what works for her. Mm-hmm. And you're the best person. You know, I don't know your partner as much as you do. Right. So you can say, you know what, she she does better when I do this mm-hmm. or this calms her down, this relaxes her. So it, it helps a lot with, you know, getting that. Yeah. <laughs> getting getting that kind of, yeah. <laughs> Some kind of harmony going yeah, on, yeah. right? It's very important because like yeah. you said, it could be to the point where it's like you're you're doing everything. Yeah. And that other person doesn't know where they come in that yeah. and where they can fit in that. Right. And that it shouldn't be like that. Right. <laughs> you guys you have this a life partner. Together. Exactly. This is your partner. Right. And you share this responsibility. Mm-hmm. So share the, the good times and also the little bit of the struggle times. Right. You know, in the middle of the night, say if you pumped and you have your breast milk, how about you feed the baby that bottle and I can give a little stretch of sleep. Exactly. So it creates it tries to, like you said, balance mm-hmm. with it. So it's a great class for partners to take. It sounds good. <laughs> I'm like, oh wow. <laughs> Where was that program years yeah. ago? <laughs> Right. So what else do you guys offer? Um, so it was oh, um um newborn safety, we discussed breastfeeding, comprehensive child care. I feel like I'm missing one. Um I think partner. Well, you know what it is? It's because a newborn um care is in infant safety and CPR is kind of like one class by itself and newborn care is a different class. Okay. Because in this in the safety and CPR, we kind of go over everything mm-hmm. about, you know, safe making sure your house is safe also and the CPR class is built in with it. Okay. And then the newborn the baby care class is almost like a two hour class different. by itself. Um, another thing we do that's paired along with the newborn classes is a it's called like the home prep. Mm. So I help, and it's so funny because sometimes it gets like it goes HGTV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm huge into organization, yeah. and I believe it makes a huge difference after you have a baby. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have everything, right? You just need the essentials and to be organized. Because the last thing you need to do is run around in circles around your house, trying to for figure that. where everything is. <laughs> yeah, looking yeah. for that. So I come in and we go over your space mm-hmm. and how to make it. So it's efficient mm-hmm. so that everything is working for you. Whatever you have and whatever your living situation, sometimes it's a, I've been in townhouses or I've been in studio apartments. Yeah. So it's kind of like, how can we make this work the best for you? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, all these classes 
are built to make your experience the best experience it can be. It all comes down to simplifying the things that seem so overwhelming, so stressful, you know, so scary yeah. at times and making it so you're comfortable, you're confident, and you feel at ease, you know, moving forward in this process. Like, okay, I know my home is set up. Yeah. <laughs> my partner knows kind of what to do. Mm-hmm. I know what to kind of expect with childbirth because we went over everything. All right, I feel good. I feel I'm, my insurance papers yeah, filled out. My paperwork <laughs> is filled out. I'm good. Like, you know, I'm okay. Right. I'm good. That brings on a whole different sense yeah. of a woman. You know, you you know, your your shoulders are up a little high, your mm-hmm. head is up high, you're not it takes off a layer of stress you may have with feeling like I'm really not ready. And we've all felt that, like, right. oh man, oh my I'm, goodness. I'm not ready for yes. This. Yeah. <laughs> so how long do you follow up with your patients afterwards? And do you call them patients? I don't call them patients. Okay. I call them clients. Clients. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm asking because, you know, yeah. they're patients in the hospital. Yeah. But I'm asking, yeah, for, for Blair and Bloom, they're clients. They're clients. Yeah. I mean, they're clients. And um, so after they have the baby, I do stay with them for a few hours mm-hmm. for the comprehensive childbirth. I'll stay with you for a couple of hours, make sure you're settled, make sure, you know, well, let's let's actually rewind that. <laughs> that comes in with more so postpartum <laughs> support. Um, I will do a follow up phone call with you mm-hmm. um, after you um, after you've delivered to see if you have any questions. The reason why is because things are different once you know mm-hmm. we talk about it and then once they have actually have happened. Right. So a lot of times I'll be well. We discussed this. What should I do again mm-hmm. with that? And so it's okay, you know, to we'll have a conversation. We're kind of refresh and go over everything and they usually will can email me um they'll text me sometimes either like oh is this okay um when it comes down to pediatrics and anything medical i always advise to follow up with your doctor i don't triage um i can i have of course the ability to but um i don't triage patients over the phone it's always going to be a referral back to your doctor but i can support you and speak with you so i usually will follow up to two weeks after Mm -hmm. um and speak with them after they delivered and then we'll just follow up with a phone call you know or they can email me if they have any other questions or anything they want to you know um sometimes they even want to take a class over a breastfeeding class again i do a little refresher Mm -hmm. now the baby's here they may have right because you're not paying attention before and then now it's like oh wait (laughs) you can can pay attention you can you know take notes it's always different when you're going through it right time right so and that's okay to say listen can you remind me one more time Mm -hmm. we discussed this this topic you know sore nipples or engorgement yeah you just talk about it one more and that's okay you don't need a whole class right we can definitely (laughs) just talk about it um so i would say yeah it's usually about like a phone call or two afterwards Mm -hmm. and so after the phone call or two then do you follow them for a few months do they stay clients for a few months or like when do do they stay in contact with you? I'm sure. It's so funny. I don't have a hard cutoff rule no? because I don't. I mean, I'm. we're not going to be on the phone 24-7. Right. But I don't say, you know, after a month, you can't email or contact mm-hmm. me. If you want to email me, if you have questions, it's. It, I'm pretty open and flexible oh, yeah. <laughs> with them. I don't. Don't put in like, you know, you have one month of continuous contact and after that, you know, you have to renew a membership or something. No. <laughs> but I think that that's what makes it unique. Mm-hmm. Your business is that you provide people um, the opportunity to feel comfortable, not only with the prenatal, the postnatal, but okay to even contact you afterwards. That yeah. it's just not like it's the strict service and that's it. Like goodbye, no. where they're comfortable <laughs> to be like, you know, let me get in contact with her and have a question. The baby's one month old, or let me just, you know, have a question about this, et cetera. And I think that's beautiful where people Thank can you. kind of, um, 
feel comfortable to do that and not just feel like all right this is yeah because you're in the most intimate part of their lives yeah. <laughs> in there yeah you know, all, you know so i just felt like it's almost felt like it was mean to do that yeah mm-hmm. i've been on the other end where it's like oh i just have one more question mm-hmm. oh and can i ask am i gonna have to pay or, right i don't want to feel awkward yeah you know with that so i i kind of left it open you know, will it change? Can it change in the future? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can. But as of now, no. Yeah. That's that's pretty much what it is. And I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. So what's the future of Blair and Bloom right now? The future of Blair and Bloom is great. Um, I have a couple of partnerships in the works, which is great. Um, I have, you know, a little project that I can't talk about. No, that's fine. That is fine. It is exactly. It's all about blooming, right? (laughs) It is blooming, which is great. Um, and it will take Blam Bloom to the next level as far as exposure Mm -hmm. and as far as education. Um, I'm hoping to continue more advocacy work Mm -hmm. with, you know, a lot of it started with me talking um, on panels in the community and also with individuals. They'll call me like, Stefani, can you please talk to this girl? You know, she's pregnant. She just needs help. Yeah. It was kind of like, you know, going out and helping like that. I enjoy that as well. Mm-hmm. And I would love to bring that to a, a, a broader audience yeah. in a sense. So that is something that is ultimately my goal. Yeah. You know? yeah to be um, out there and educating yeah, folks on maternal health, maternal exactly. fetal health. Yeah. I, I feel that it's needed. Yeah. I feel that um, it's something that unfortunately it's looked at as a luxury mm-hmm. when it really shouldn't be, but it is what it is. In the United States it's kind of been set up that way. Yeah. If you go to Europe and other, you know, countries, it's kind of you're giving this full package of even having care continue when you're home. Yeah. So I'm hoping that as we grow in a country and realizing how important, you know, maternal care is, that services like what I provide are just part of your package and it just, you know, it goes from there. I think that I I'm just like sitting here all gushy and just thinking about my time. My son is about to be 16, but um, thinking as a 21-year-old in college, senior year, pregnant and feeling alone and without a lot of information. And I think you think you know because you're an adult, right? You're 21 and you're like, hey, I know. (laughs) But not really knowing and not having that support, if you will, from my OBGYN and support. Yeah, medical support. Of course, he was great. He was a great OBGYN, um, but not not the education and support that I felt like I needed to be a mom. And, and the support that I got was from a book uh, uh, from birth to five, whatever that book was. And I was I studied that book like it was the Bible. I'm telling you, I was in there like, well, this is what's going on. My son should be doing this. I can't do this. I have to do this. And I I'm that was my Bible for the zero to five book. It, th- that is what I looked forward to. I was online checking things, you know, on the email blast, like this mm-hmm. is where you're at. This is how many weeks, but just a service that you have is something unique and different. And I think all women um, and listeners just, you know, share, 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 share with all women about um, Blair and Bloom because it's something different and unique and your experience in bringing a child into this world should be beautiful, should be amazing and should be comfortable. Yeah. Um, 
should have someone to to provide that ease and especially that partner thing w- was just capturing where <laughs> you know it's not just come with me to a Lamaz class that's it yeah. come with me to my all, all my OBG appointments like no come and learn you know how you have waking up in the middle of the night exactly. and everything and CPR and everything and it's you you're doing something amazing and phenomenal that um I have not seen and I'm so um happy and excited for you especially oh, as a you. fellow cathedralite you know I'm just like oh my god I'm so excited so in that I'm gonna leave you guys uh with a quote um about Blair and Broom um Blair and Bloom was created to support mothers during their maternity journey by providing personalized childbirth newborn and breastfeeding education Women start to experience a transformation the moment they become pregnant. There is such great beauty in the metamorphosis that takes place during pregnancy. I've always compared it to a lotus and the way it blooms into a beautiful flower. With nurturing and support, a mother blooms. Blair and Bloom, guys. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. I tell people where they can find you. Um, so on Instagram, it's Blair and Bloom. Um, the website is www.blairandbloom.com. And it's click and find. It's very easy mm-hmm. to use, very easy to follow. On the Instagram, a lot of education is also delivered yes. through there. So please feel free to, um, free, excuse me, to follow. Um, and also leave messages. A lot of people leave, contact me through um, direct messaging through there and I do respond yeah. so I'm very good at that yeah. um, but thank you for this opportunity no, so thank I you. appreciate it yeah. <laughs> and I this love was what exciting. you're doing here these platforms make a difference because yes. without these platforms a lot of people want to hear about Blair and Bloom exactly. so it's, all, it's all equal it's all important thank you so much Stefani take care guys till the next time Beauty is Me Thanks for listening to the Beauteous Me podcast. Please be sure to download new episodes every week and send us your girl, what were you thinking or asking for friend stories to info at imbeauteousme.com. All entries remain anonymous. Also, don't, 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 don't forget to rate, review, and hit the subscribe button now.